New Guy Podcast is back. What's up, guys? Welcome to the all-new episode number 132. My name is Farhad. I have Giovanni joining me over Skype. What's up, dude? What's up? Got some stuff to discuss, my friend. Um, well, well, we'll make it a quick one this time around. Uh, there's, you know, all the news that were that's <clears throat> that's recent. We sort of discussed with Rav in a previous podcast of Turin, uh, called Turin Giants. If you haven't heard it, please check it out. Uh, it's on all platforms along with the Juve podcast. Speaking of that, ways to listen to us is iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google. Cat, uh, Google Podcasts, and of course, UVFC.com. Um, yeah, today was a nervy one. Today was not a good game. You know, <laughs> we were so cocky, including me, uh, be- before the game. And then then we. I, I don't think anybody expected this. I don't think anybody expected this. <laughs> this poor performance. I don't know if you want to call it poor. In the end, we still won. But I, I was not impressed at all. It's pretty... Pretty nerve wracking. What, what what did you think about about the game, man? Um, I guess something that's been one of the probably one of the biggest complaints, at least lately, is just sloppy finishing, right? Um, mm-hmm. against Bologna, the the result, you know, really didn't, you know, wasn't wasn't something that showed Juventus's performance in terms of like building up chances, right? And a lot of it was on the Bologna goalkeeper saving like four or five good chances. But you create that many chances, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to throw them inside the net. You know what I mean? Because then you you come into a Champions League game like today and mm-hmm. You're putting Moscow under siege and off a botched coverage on a counterattack, you get scored on. I mean, what else did, did they do? They had maybe two shots? Three three shots? Oh, I mean, they, they, maybe, spent, they spent... All 11 players were behind the ball probably 90% of the game. I'm not exaggerating. There was actually... Um, 78% possession. <laughs> this is the mo- or the the stat which was 77 point something percent possession which is the largest in Juve's Champions League history ever since that sort of thing has been has been recorded which is like 2003. So just 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 think about it. We we kept the ball 77% of the time and Yeah, exactly. Still this so... is this is the kind of game that we ended up with which is even more interesting is that Lok- uh, Lokomotiv, they played Bayern Leverkusen in the last match day. They had a 78% possession, so basically the same. And, you know, they they won. They end up, ended up winning, which was sort of like a fear at some point of the game because you come to 70th minute, you start, you know, you, you, you're having all sorts of bad thoughts if you're a UVA fan. Like, how can this happen? If this happens, and if it's a draw, does it feel like a win? Does it feel like a loss? Still, it was a it was a weird game. It was a really frustrating game, man. I mean, you you, Look, you, you come you come you come play with a with a team that that is able to park the bus like that. Thankfully, it was just locomotive. No disrespect, but we were able to break them down at the end, thanks to but, thanks to Paulito. But I I mean, here's the thing. Like it's the same argument when uh, you know you're in the Serie A and you're playing uh, 
Spal or whoever, right? It's just that Locomotive is objectively a better Spal. It, that's mm-hmm. the end of the day. Like they came knowing that they had to park the bus and then play on counters, and short again botched counter, they scored. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't be an issue if the finishing was sharper. And and again, yeah. the finishing was sharp enough to bring in the win, right? And mm-hmm. Dybala really tried. He worked hard, right? Remember the big the big if the big thing the big ask was. Dybala needs to work hard, but mm-hmm. and he's showing it, so good for him. But everybody else needs to start throwing it in, like, and a lot of the mistakes or the missed chances weren't on, weren't just on shots on goal. They were on that last pass leading mm-hmm. to a potential shot on goal. So it was. Again, Juventus was, was, was very sloppy up front, but the build-up was there. The possession mm-hmm. obviously was there. So you can't, we got to take the positive with the bad. But this is a good observation that we need to make because if you're playing a more finessed team, which we may have to play in Atletico when they come to Turin, right? It's not over. First place in the group is not guaranteed because obviously because Atletico were 0-0 so far and then they pulled uh, today and then Mm -hmm. they pulled out a win like Atletico needs to come to Turin and it it might be challenging and they might be that team where they park the bus but then are better at countering or at least at building off I don't don't think it's a matter of them maybe parking the bus you know they will they will park the bus and a couple of other cars in front of it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be even more frustrating because we will be playing a better team. So exactly, this, this, so, this was a must to win. So at that point, like when you know, hopefully when that point comes, Juventus will have worked on whatever these finishing woes are. And again, I, I we we talked about it briefly offline, but Ronaldo's, you know. The powders are wet, right? Like, he's not... He's shooting blanks, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Like, for every 15 shots, he's getting one in. That's not the Ronaldo we know. Even yeah. even for Serie A standards. And again, I'm not the kind of uh, fan that's like, oh, well, you know, Ronaldo should be able to score 15,000 goals in Serie A. No, I'm, I am not. But mm-hmm. he should be more precise than what he is. And, it, and again, it's lack of precision because he's either too frenzied with trying to get that goal. It's for, for him to even like perform the way he needs to perform. But again... Yeah, I, I, I mean, co- compared, to, compared to last year, um, at this point, he was already banging him in. He was already... Um, um, I don't. I don't remember exactly how many goals he's had, but he was a much better player. Like if th- this is a little, this is becoming a little frustrating. I know he's scoring goals. Uh, I know he's out there trying, but yes, I mean the finishing. Out of all people, you think Ronaldo wouldn't wouldn't have a problem with it? Exactly, man. So at some point, like that's gonna change. I'm pretty. Uh, look, I'm very confident it will change. Right, my feeling mm-hmm. and my hope, right, is that. This guy come spring, 
that's when he starts throwing them in because that's actually when I that's actually when I care, right? True. That's when I want to see him scoring three goals a game. Mm-hmm. That's when I that's when I want to see him finishing solidly. Today, I don't care. Dybala was there, but. In, in the spring, when, when it's elimination games in Europe, I want to see Ronaldo at his best. That's noodle season right Plain there. Plain simple. All right, let's, let's talk about the starting lineup a little bit. Um, were you excited to see Bentancourt? Because I was. Um, yeah, I mean, of course. What, I mean, what, I'm what, excited did, you, what, did, what, what did you think about him? Uh, not bad. Again, very imprecise, just like mm-hmm. everybody a little bit in that last um, in that last pass phase of buildup, um, there were times where you could see, you know, he'd get the ball. He's he's already placed, knowing that he's gonna make and where he's gonna make the next pass. But all of a sudden, like his footing lets yeah. loose, or you know, or his placement isn't just quite right. Like, but again, it's not. It wasn't just him. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Was, I, I was, was just going to as well. I was just going to say, if you're, you know, first half, everybody was just bad. Uh, and you know, I posted on Twitter. By the way, follow us on Twitter at UA Podcast. Follow us on uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook. So, yeah, if you're judging this Juve team, it's like judging two two different. You know, first half, second half, and second half maybe starting from like 60, 60th minute. Um, but first half, everybody was just so shell-shocked. I posted on Twitter that this is a typical Juve when they under... Excuse me. When they underestimate the, the opponent. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like if, if, if there's a strong team that's up against Juve, we're, we're better prepared. Uh, but then, you know, these these teams that you don't normally hear about, but they come and they just... Park the bus, and they're so strong. And Juve just seems kind of shell shocked. Like, hey guys, we're 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 out of options. What do we do? So if you're if you're judging Juve, you should judge first half, second half, second half of the second half. I would say. Um, but then again, speaking of starting lineup, Kedira is guaranteed a starting spot in the Champions League game. He subbed at like 50th minute, subbed out. At this point, they're going to stop substituting him. You know, at halftime, you know, the guys are, runs out of gas so quick. If it's not a like a like a uh, look, low, man, I, 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 know, I know you're, I know, like, I know, not, I, yeah, I know you think about Kedira, but at this point, it's just like, no, it's not even a thing about Kedira. Here's the thing he played like shit today because he okay. just did and he was tired and he was gassed, and that's fine. But I'm not like, I, there's a tendency just in general to start fucking putting people through the meat grinder right away. I'm, I'm not, like, here's the thing. He played like shit. Move on. You have a deep bench for a reason, right? Sarri was crying about it uh, in August. I guarantee your ass now that he's not crying about it. And guess what? Those changes, boom. Th- th- he, he, he made them. And not only did he make them, he, make them, he made them right. And they were able to, like, bring us a W today. So little by it's little, not about, it's right? not about the changes. No, you can't. You can't say stuff. You don't like think that. so? And the, come on, man. You don't. You, that that shouldn't even be a, a a matter of substitutions. 
It should be a matter of, hey, the, he shouldn't start. That's it. It, it, it. Kedira's starting spot in the Champions League especially should have been given away, not this year, not last year, two to years ago. Who? To who? Right? Like, like you're saying that that's fine. It's and and that's what you're saying, but obviously, right? When when Kedira started in the Serie A this year, right, everybody's like, "Why is he starting? Why is Matuidi starting?" Blah 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 blah. And then they put Rabio in, and everybody's like, "Yay, Rabio is in!" And he played like shit. Not just like shit, like a shit that was like pressed by stone. Nobody, nobody peeped a word, right? So, at a, at a, at a first negative game, like truly bad game from Kadir, and now it's like, oh, he shouldn't have been starting. From Dude, the I, I, you, you know, you're my brother, but I don't understand your fascination. And I'm sure you know. There's, listen, it's it's your opinion, but I just don't understand how you can keep defending this. You know, it's 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 Kedira. It's I'm not defending. Look, okay, <laughs> come like, on, you're, you're, not, okay, right. you're, you're saying it's his first. You, you're saying it's his first bad game. Come on, man, you're a smart guy. You're you know Juve better than anyone I know. But you keep coming up with excuses Tell for a player me, okay. who's been. It's yeah, not, he's, not he's a, up with I mean, he's like, he's a he's a he's an okay player. I'm not saying he's there completely that, garbage, but you can't. Def- you know, <laughs> if you uh, up until. You, you, we, you've seen all the games so far till now, okay? Mm-hmm. If you and and you saw the games when, where you put Rabiot, I and I'll be honest, I'll go back, and I will, I will pull out all of the ratings. Of Rabiot in the games that he's played, and none of them are positive. People are like, "What is happening? Where has this kid gone?" Because at PSG, the PS the, the Rabiot from PSG would be starting over would be starting in the midfield, whether over Kedira or Matuidi, one hundred percent that's for sure. Even the Rabiot of the summer preseason was slated to start, but Sari, the head coach that sees day in and day out. The 27 players that he has at his disposal said, no, I, will, I would rather start Kedira than start Rabiot. So either Sari is crazy or blind or, or, or so, stubborn. So at this point, what do you or, do? Like, or, like starting now, who, who do you think was better? Because I think as soon as Rabiot came on, he was... You know, he's, I mean, Kedira today, it's like, it was like having um, half a player out there. Rabiot comes out, he's mobile, he's, you know, he's all over the place, he's trying, he's shooting. And uh, and I I agree with you 100%. You see, I'm like, did you not see, we are are in 100% agreement, right? Mm -hmm. But, but that was today. Right? I want to see today, on Saturday again, and then next week again. Show me, Rabiot, that you are capable of not being fantastic for 30 minutes against Lokomotiv Moscow at home. 
Show me that you can do that for 90 minutes against Lecce. Show me that you can do it for in another game. Show me yeah. that consistency, and then we can talk. Here's the thing. Sarri has not had any problems sitting big names, if you not notice. Dybala sat his ass down. The, the, uh, what's his face? Iguain has sat his ass down. Matuidi has sat his ass down for Rabiot. Kedira has sat his ass down for Betancourt. So, uh, and, and today, I su- look, Sarri didn't even waste time. He was like, at halftime, he knew that Iguain needed an extra two minutes to warm up. He's like, yeah, go warm up for two minutes. Literally two minutes came through, and he was like, Kedira, go sit down. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Right, and he didn't even look. And Kadira looked like he was like, "Oh, I'm so upset." At. Well, gives a shit, man. Right? Sorry, does not care about that stuff. So, which is great. I want to see a team that is there to win. Okay, I don't, I don't care what fans have personally against one player or another. If Kadira is playing fantastic or within the system. He is contributing, and we are winning games, and Rabiot is not. Rabiot can go sit down and get a perm with his mom. But otherwise, until I, again, until I see consistent play, then don't, like, let's not, let's not say, let's not, like, all of a sudden anoint Rabiot as the second coming of Jesus Christ, and then go toss Kadira in, in the chest. I don't know. Though, I, I, is, I'd rather see I'd rather see a bad Rabio than a good Kadira, man. I'm sorry. Um, okay, you'll I, be fine. I, I, you, you, you know, I, and that's fine. I really but hope this is. I really hope this is it. I really hope this is finally the. You know, they're they're giving Rabio his chance. He was good, man. I I enjoyed it. What do you want me to say? I you know I like Kadira personally. Fine. I like Kadira personally. He's obviously a professional, nice dude. Oh, you know, all through. All of the abuse that he's been getting, he was he's staying classy, always nice. But at this point, I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking about the player that can play at least 70 minutes without getting gassed. And he was just he was non-existent. Anyways, I, I don't yeah, want to discuss. And, no, just, and again, I am I am and 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 I feel like we are like we are like circling around like this whole Kadira thing. But my I, I guess at the end of the day, if there's a takeaway from this. My point is that whether uh, whether it's Kadira, whether it's Ramsey, whether it's Matuidi, whether it's Dybala, whether it's anybody else, if at that point you are helping win the game and you're not a hindrance, fantastic. If as soon as you are, please move, go sit down and somebody else will play. I will actually quote Sarri from the post-match conference after Bologna. You know what he said? If my players can't run and they are managing their energies on the field instead of murdering a game and killing it and finishing it, then guess what? The next time, somebody else will start. That is what I want to hear from a coach. That is what I want to see. And he, so far, Sarri, to my surprise, he's been showing it. So, again... Uh, do, do I think Rabiot has a higher ceiling now than Kadira? 100%. I am not blind. 
But until he shows that, he needs to sit his ass down and start working on showing that. That's yeah. it. That's let's, that's all my that's my point. Let's talk about something that a lot of newer UVF fans don't want to hear, and I and I had to block a few of them on on Twitter today because as soon as there's criticism, I I don't know what it is about uh, you know Ronaldo fans that take it personally. Like maybe maybe I'm just older and I give a crap less, but I feel like. If you know you, you need to let some of that stuff go. It's I'm not attacking you personally. It's not. Yeah, I, I guess it's just younger people, but they just don't want to hear about Ronaldo needs to stop taking the free kicks. Uh, he's not only not getting you know he's not <laughs> just not hitting the target. I don't remember last time he got it over the wall, and he tries to you know he tries his own uh, old trick of just. Hitting the ball so hard, it may go through the wall. But I feel like feel like if players just stand really close to each other and close up those gaps, it's not going through. I think he's been found out. And even if he does score, you know that's 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 another thing about it is if he does score, I feel like we'll we'll forget all of the other ones that went into the wall, and it will be like nothing happened. But. 10 or 12 or 15, whatever, how many times he hit the, he hit the wall. I don't think it's going to make up for those times that we could have given it to Pjanic or Dybala and they may have scored. Um, obviously, we're just chatting here. It's Nothing will change if we say it, but I really hope that the management kind of takes a look at it and says, listen, today there was one opportunity. You couldn't get it over the wall. Let the second one, which came like five or six minutes afterwards, let someone else take that because at this point we're just it's just embarrassing and it's kind of a F you to the fans, you know, like we, we want to see someone else take the free kicks and it's just Ronaldo and Ronaldo and Ronaldo. Listen man, that's just one thing that has deteriorated with age, I guess, his free kick taking ability and I've got nothing against the guy. Obviously I love having Ronaldo on, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like old Juve fans that are all about the team and not the players they they have to defend themselves against their opinion uh, about their opinions and i you know i don't know what you think about it we we talked about it before before the podcast also yeah so this is i so i'll give you two takes on this real quick so the first one i want and, and again i'm 100% in agreement with you like when even before he he kind of lined off for the first one i saw where the where the where the free kick was i'm like that's definitely Dybala's, you know you know, Territory. preferred spot right there. It's really close. It's you know, it's a soft, precise curve in. It's it's you know, he can bend it on with his left through the outside in. It was it, it was the territory. The second one was a little bit deeper. Pjanic has got like a, a to me a stronger shot with a with a with. better spin. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So, but in both instances, I see neither of those two players around. Ronaldo's there. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing, Ronaldo. I, you know, I, I don't want to say he's a one-trick pony with with free kicks because he's not. We've seen him in his career is different, right? He has this, he has the same stance, but he can hit it hard. He can knuckle shot it. He can curve it. We've seen it. But for whatever reason, he's just I, again he's in a funk with free kicks. After a while, you know, he. he Especially when you're when you when you're down one, let let other people try. Let let somebody else. That we have the luxury of having two. I'm gonna say two and a half. 
you know, free kick specialists on the team, right? Uh, Ronaldo is at half service now. Uh, so let's, you know, let's kind of see a rotation going. Let's, let's have a discussion, be like, hey, how do you feel? Do you want me to take it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, Ronaldo would always say, I feel mm-hmm. great, let me take it. But at some point, let's, let's be honest, at some point, Kansh will be like, yo, bro, step aside, right? Yeah. You know, on, the, on, the, on the other token, right, my other take on this is maybe the coaches are like, hey, look, man, Ronaldo take these unless it's something unless we know that it's gonna be uh, you know like a set set piece pl- play where we want you to like toss it in for a header or for something right then at that point that's when we'll probably see a Pjanic or a Dybala or whoever right and 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 again there's always that saying about like the psychology of getting that monkey off your back with with something like this. And, and again, this is, this is just a different take so that, you know, I can be devil's advocate in this point. But I, I, I'm one again, my, like my main opinion is that, Hey, let's, let's try to get a rotation. in because Yeah. Especially I think I'll be okay with that. I, I'd be okay with him trying it. You're, you're absolutely right. It doesn't have to be one guy. Uh, there can be a rotation. It's, it's just really frustrating to see what, what you know, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like I like I said, like if he does score one, we can't we can't just act like previous twenty didn't happen. So, I, yeah, uh, we all love Ronaldo, but you, you gotta you gotta you gotta let this one go, Chief. Um, what else did you want to talk about? Matuidi gassed. Um, you know, yeah, he was, <laughs> he, was, yeah he was rough. He was Quadra. like, he was, uh, I mean. I mean, like, uh, please let's not for the rest of the podcast. Let's not mention Kadira. We've already we have exhausted Sounds that. Good. that Sounds topic. good. Let's, so, let's, let's, let's he was on he's on the field the least amount, and we've talked about him the most. So all right, sounds on, sounds on, good. Well, let's give props to point, so let, let's give props to Quadrado. He's taken 100%. over that spot. Yes. He's 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 been great. I feel like ninety percent of the attacks came from the right. And rightly so, you know, their their defenders were kind of slow. You would see Quadrada beat his guy every time. Like one little juke, one side, uh, you know, what what Quadrado does with the finishing product, that's a different thing because Quadrado is going to Quadrado every once in a while. But, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's been a rock at this position. He's, somebody, somebody called him... Um, uh, Prime uh, Dani Alves, which was which was which no, was no. I would I would say <laughs> even better. I won't, let me go even more back into Cafu. You know, <laughs> no, Macaulay Cafu. No, I I go back to Zambrata. You know, All because right. if you think about it, Zambrata was recycled by Lippi from a right wing to a right back, and mm-hmm. uh, it, to me, Cuadrado is a lot more disciplined, right? Again, quote air quotes, right? It's a lot more disciplined than a Danny Alves defensively, mm-hmm. and we're seeing it. He's improving very much. So we always forget that to get them uh, to be to be very solid defensively, to move in a certain way defensively, and his his wing backs have always been very 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 solid, even going back to you know this time at Napoli. So yeah. with with Gulam and Isaac. So I'm very glad to see 
Cuadrado being recycled to his old position because he used to play like this back in the day. So it, 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 it's, it's probably going to earn him a new contract. It is probably going to save us an investment next year. Um, you know, people might groan starting in the summer because, oh, what are we going to do? Come again with Cuadrado at right back and Danilo as a backup, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, it's, so far it's working. Maybe if something else changes and was negatively, that might be something that might need addressing. But right now, I guarantee you that Palatici isn't shopping for a right back. And, you know, that means that there's money for something else. So definitely congratulations to Cuadrado on his performance so far this season. He's been very mm -hmm. solid. And again, we were very concerned coming into the, the season with the Chilio out right away and Danilo out shortly thereafter, right? And, mm -hmm. and, with, and with Alexandro not having with anybody else. Alexandro, again, I'm starting to see the Alexandro from his first two seasons. You know me. When 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 Pep Guardiola came with a check for 75 million for Alexandro three years ago, I said, "Where is the wrapping paper? Because this <laughs> dude needs to go." Because yeah, for 75 million, I'm sorry. Yeah, for 75 million, I'm sorry. You you sell you sell a left back for 75 million. But we did it. He went through, you know, two couple, really couple rough seasons. Uh, yeah. seasons. Yeah. But now he seems to get be being again recycled by Sarri. So good for him. Um, hopefully, he he becomes as as dominant as dominant as his first two years at Juve. Uh, Matuidi today he was gassed. There's nothing else about it. But he's been he's been that the the usual workhorse of 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 of, of every team that he plays on. That and again. Is he is he skilled with um, playmaking? He's not skilled with playmaking, but he's got three lungs, and he'll he'll go he'll chase anybody down. But once once you're lacking oxygen in your lungs, then it's not getting to your brain. And if you don't have oxygen in your brain, you don't make good decisions. So and we saw that today. I think he needs. I think I think Saturday needs to think of some sort of turnover for him. Um, maybe, maybe let's let's pick another guy that had to me in the short time that he was on the field a good performance. Rabiot, to me, Rabiot had a very good performance. Um, mm -hmm. We 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 saw the physically dominant, but also very skillful type of player that we we saw uh, at um, PSG. Maybe again today it was just a glimpse. So I get let's not get this twisted. It was just a glimpse, but he potentially can play a different interpretation of what Matuidi does. Again, he's not going to be Matuidi. Don't count on him running up and down for 90 minutes. He's not going to do it. He's not capable of doing that. Well, he, I, 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 he, may not, he may not run that much. He may not work that hard. But I feel like, I feel like the link-up with Ronaldo, when you, see, when you see Matuidi trying to give a quick pass, try to send Ronaldo into space. I feel like 90% of the times it's it's com complete failure. He stumbles over his passes. He can't run too far. I really hope that Rabiot is is a is a much of an upgrade. I mean, he's he already showed it today. 
and uh, that's we, we just need someone to help out Ronaldo. Yes, he's been missing a lot. Oh, he, he hasn't. What he hasn't do you mean been, help out? What do you mean help out? Like, do you mean? Well, like I said in a previous podcast, at Real Madrid, Ronaldo had a great uh, supporting cast. I feel like Rabiot, once he gets into the team, I feel like Ramsey, Rabiot, it's already getting better. You know, we're trying to, trying to upgrade from Matuidi and from Kedira. Um, get, some, get, some, get some help to Ronaldo. I agree that he okay. hasn't been the same since last year, but I feel like um, he needs a lot of support as well. Since the guy is getting old, let's, let's give him a, a, a little more help. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so when you say so when you say help, I don't disagree with you, but maybe we have a little bit of 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 a different opinion of help, right? So I do agree with you that it'd be great to see Ronaldo have more when you say help, I guess you 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 you're referring to more skillful playmakers around him, right? Mm-hmm. I think that with with Pjanic playing the way he's playing and with the team um, building play the way they are, I think he's seeing a lot more chances from a playmaking standpoint than not. Okay, that maybe during his time with uh, Allegri. But one thing to consider that nobody really talks about tactically is that for Ronaldo to do what Ronaldo does up at like the left wing where he starts and then vacates to go down just the middle, right? The middle route uh, up front. You need somebody to cover his back. You need somebody to be his, 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 uh, you, you know, his, his bodyguard. Exactly. And people forget that. People forget that like at, at, um, at Real Madrid, Casimiro and Cruz, while they had better feet than Matuidi, they did a lot of covering for Ronaldo. And right now at Juventus, with the work rate that the team is doing in terms of passing and ball movement, there are very, 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 very few players that can, that can cover him properly with that amount of work rate and that is that is where Matuidi comes in whether he's the best person for the role of not he's the role he's the person that we have now that can do the best job now maybe Rabiot can give a different interpretation and contribute to that but I have my doubts with regards to his work pace but I may be wrong and I think it's something that we need to see from him he needs to you know, he needs to start contributing to the team and he needs to start developing within the team. So hopefully that's something that we may see in the next few weeks. And I'll go back to what, you know, Chiellini, our captain, said. We're not going to be seeing the real Juventus that everybody expects and that um, that Sarri uh, wants probably until January next year. So... Yeah, well, that pretty much covers it. The game was super frustrating First, I mean, the, the amount of um, confidence we had, the, the, the expectation of an easy game was so high that, you know, when we conceded, it was like, this is not, this is not happening. We're, 
we're going to pull one back and quickly. And then we go into the second half. And then Dybala scored like 79th minute. Up until that point, it was just so frustrating. And Paulito again, you know, that I think that when uh, I didn't see the other goals from the Champions League, but I feel like this will be top three prettiest goals of the of the game of the match game for sure. That strike was so good and it was so good to see him, you know, pointing at his back and his name. He's uh he's given given it to the people that wanted him out. And again, I think this is the last time I will mention it. We did we did talk about it with you on the podcast. I not so much wanted Dybala out. I love the guy, but I just felt like we should take the money and run and and I said, if we do keep him, I really hope that this is this is the game that he this is the type of game he shows us. And he showed us, you know, he proved a lot of us wrong. And I do appreciate it. I do I do love the hunger that he's shown. Obviously he bailed us out today big time because looking at the um at the group standings, I mean we're um seven points Juventus seven points, Atletico Madrid, uh, Moscow is three points, Bayern is pretty much out. So, you know, after Atletico won against Bayern today, there was no, we couldn't even draw. It was it was just unacceptable to draw. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, uh, that was, that was, it was a it was a tough one, and you know the positives from the game are, uh, Sari was able to change some some things around. Uh, I feel like once Bentancur w- went kind of towards our own. Argo, when he started defending a little more, he like you said, he wasn't too uh, creative. He was he was a little too cautious, and I noticed that too. Uh, for example, if the Bentancur had two available players, he would choose the one that was closer. He would choose the one that was uh, that was an easier pass. So he wasn't really a creative type. So as soon as he went back, kind of defending, you'd see him chasing balls down and and giving trouble to um, to the to the attackers of of Moscow. Yeah, again, he we just needed more skillful build up from the back and 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 everybody was calling, "Oh, when are we going to see uh Ronaldo Dybala Higuain?" Well, we saw it today for and it was successful. Again, because it's Lokomotiv Moscow and because they parked the bus, I don't, you know, I am not calling for us to start rolling out the Dybala, Higuain, Ronaldo, Tridente, quite yet. Because when we saw it during Inter, for those 10 minutes at Inter, that's when they kind of stuck their head back out and created some issues against us. But um, to to your point, right, um, with respect to what, like, um, shit. Uh, I lost my train of thought. No worries. So we were talking about sorry. Okay, so we were talking about um, uh, about Bentancur beforehand. We we're talking sorry, Dybala, right? Again, yeah. I started off the show saying that Dybala, fantastic job, did okay, hard work rate. He he was grinding today, and he got yeah. two goals, very well deserved, beautiful goals. You're right. Um, I watched uh, some of the 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 game summaries, and yeah, it's definitely in the top three. And with respect to what we were saying about Dybala, let me tell you this. I don't regret what I said about Dybala ever. Because I let don't me either. tell you what. Let uh-huh. me tell you what. He's a big boy. And we're a big club. 
and everybody needs to wear the big boy pants, all right? Because you you show me that you're capable of it against Barcelona two years ago. Show me all the time. Don't don't say you're the new Messi. If you gotta show me you're the new Messi once uh, 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 once every year and a half, then you're not the new Messi. Then you're the new Saviola. Okay. Yeah. For for and I'm digging deep. People that maybe some of the younger listeners go 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 Wikipedia who this person is, okay. But I, we all knew that he was capable of it. We all knew that he was a hard worker. Then all of a sudden he had you know we talked about it either girlfriend problems or uh, sponsorship problems or this or that. And here's the thing, hey, you know people's psyches and like. Their chi or call it whatever you want. If if it gets their mojo, if the mojo is off balance and stuff isn't isn't gelling, then and you know then we see that it's an issue, man. I, I it's it's normal, and maybe that was the case, and maybe sorry was the guy to kind of you know juice him back up, but he's got to be consistent and he's got to be hardworking and he's got to put his nose down and get it done because we know he can get it done. But yeah. but nobody's putting him on a pedestal anymore. Uh uh-uh. uh, he's not the again. He's not the second coming of Jesus Christ. Let alone Messi. Do the work and you'll get the praise and you'll get the reward. You don't do the work, you're gonna get you're gonna get criticized harshly. To hell with everybody else that's a fanboy. Yeah, that's it. Well, this is the today. Today our listeners got the Grandpa Giovanni. At the end of the day, Giovanni is tired. He needs his nap, so he's a little grumpy. But I promise you, he's a, he's a nice he's a nice guy. But yeah, no, you're right. That, and I was saying the same thing. Listen, man, don't show me the the, the highlights. I'm I'm a grandpa junior. I, I I admit that I'm a grumpy old man. And don't like people are showing me the highlights from his two goals against Barcelona. It's all well and good. But right yeah, now, how, and what was and, the and, year? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what I know. I know. Year? It was a couple of years. It was a couple of years ago. And, Everybody was saying that, wait until Sari gets a hold of him, wait until he plays under Sari. I said, I'll wait. And today we got that we got that big boy who put on his big boy pants and we love him for it. And it's never personal. We're just fans of the of the team and you know we're we're discussing how how the team can be improved. Dude, today I've got no complaints for Dybala, man. He was he was excellent, grinded it out. Um, two goals. I honestly don't know why he was subbed. Uh, maybe he was just super gassed, and maybe he, maybe um, Bernardeschi was put in to do a little more defending. But yeah, to, yeah, that today, was why. Honestly, if um, if I had to give it an interpretation, that was that was it. Like um, as you you hit the nail on the head. I think it was for two for two reasons, right? Let's be honest. I think as soon as um, as soon as we got that, I knew that Sari was gonna try to get Dybala out and get somebody with a little bit more physicality on to press, um, to do two things. To me, to press on uh, on Lokomotiv Moscow, who was already back on their heels and tired uh, physically, and to, yeah. you know, to give Dybala a standing ovation, which is very well deserved. A, and, and let me tell you, if I know Dybala, that standing ovation that he got today for, for pulling... The chestnuts of the fire. It's an Italian saying. It's a rough translation. Can you say uh, it in Italian? Like, Tirare le castagne dal fuoco. 
All he, right. he, 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 you know, he's the guy that used he used his hands to get the chestnuts off the fire. It, it's gonna do fantastic things for him. Yeah, because well, that's gonna come. Oh, sorry. Yeah, what's up? Uh, sorry, I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, I was just, 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 just saying. Uh, to me, it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be. It's it's gonna be great for him, and also, um, it's um, it helps his psyche. Yeah, yeah. On this positive note, uh, we were trying to do a really quick episode of the UFO podcast, but you can clearly see forty-five minutes, and there's so much stuff to discuss. And Giovanni, thank you. I know today wasn't one of the live podcasts, but yeah, I think, yeah. I think I think we did pretty well. Life is busy, and we wanted to bring you guys this analysis. Again, a lot of negatives, a lot of positives. Again, we get away with with three points, and hopefully we keep on building. We, we, we're, we're staying positive here at the UVA Podcast. Uh, thank you to everyone who purchased the hoodies. I, I have three or four larges remaining before the next drop. Please DM us and get in, get in touch with us. If your size large, um, the old design is still available. Guys, thank you so much. Follow us, subscribe, and I hope you enjoyed this. And Forza Juve. Thank you, Giovanni. You're welcome. Bye. See you, buddy.